What's up, guys, and welcome to the second episode of Known. Thank you so much for tuning back in, man. We are excited for this week. You know why? Because it's us. We're going to sit down with the Humble Daily crew. We're going to have a good time talking about what our heart is behind the brand, what Humble Daily means to us, and let's be honest, it's only fair that we open up about where we need to be vulnerable and transparent if we're going to expect guests to do it too. So that's what we're going to do, guys. We go roundtable with myself, Caleb, Noah, and Jared. We talk about the issues and the struggles that we have in our own lives, and we move forward talking about what our vision for Humble Daily is in the future. But pump the brakes just for a second, guys, because we got to say a huge thank you to our sponsor for this episode, and that's Cody Coffee Company once again. Man, we can't encourage you guys enough to try some of this coffee. Not only are you supporting a great human in Jesse, one of our dear friends, you're also supporting and funding a dream, and I've never seen anyone give back to a community quite like Jesse does. And so if you would, guys, you can try Cody Coffee right now. You'll get 25% off if you use the code KNOWN at checkout. I promise you won't regret it. I want to hear what you have to think about it. And we are so thankful for the sponsorship that Jesse has given us and the friendship that he has given us. But without further ado, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate it and let us know what you thought. So guys, pull up a chair, sit down with us and grab a cup of coffee because it's time for Known. What's up, guys? We're here today with Jared, Caleb, and Noah, uh, and myself, Quinn, and that's the entire Humble Daily crew. Uh, we're very rarely all in the same spot. We actually all live all over the states. And so we want to sit down, kind of record a podcast. We get a lot of questions about the origin story of Humble Daily. And so we figured we'd talk about that. Why do we do what we do? Um, why do we even start a little t-shirt company to try to spread the gospel? And really just the premise behind why we balance our current lives with building a business like Humble Daily. Um, we thought it might be kind of beneficial to some of you guys to understand uh, the why behind our what. And so, yeah, we wanted to sit around and talk, tell you guys a little bit about the story and kind of how it came to be. Uh, but real quick, we want to orient you with some voices. And so we got Jared over here. Hey, guys. We got Caleb. What's up, guys? And Noah. What's up, guys? So me, Caleb, and Noah are all brothers. We get confused for triplets very often. So if we all sound the same, we're sorry. Um, Jared is our adopted brother. He's the talented one of the bunch. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so <clears throat> anything you've ever liked that has been created by Humble Daily, from a logo to an Instagram post, was very likely Jared. <laughs> so we ride his coattails to the finish. So <laughs> I, I like to think I'm the most handsome one, too. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that everyone's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jared's the hot one, huh? <laughs> He's got the best hair, for he sure. He does have the best hair. <laughs> Jared's rocking the man bun. You've had, you had long hair before long hair was cool, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you're not jumping a trend. That's you, right. I'm the OG. Since man. I can remember you. When's the first hair? time you grew it out? Um, it was high school, so like eight years ago. Well, Jared yeah. paved the way for long hair like he's paved the way for humble <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> this current stint has for, been for how long? Uh, three years. Wow. Yeah. You originally grew it for like Locks of Love or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Donated to people that um, had cancer and like needed wigs. And, and that was in like... That was, yeah, 2012. Yeah. I remember the video so. of you getting it all cut off. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time-lapse, yeah. That That's awesome. Video. <laughs> well, sweet, guys. So kind of origin story of just who we are. We're all actually from Cody, Wyoming. Uh, it's the East Gate to Yellowstone National Park. So if you don't know Wyoming, like most people don't, um, you may know Yellowstone. And so yeah, Cody, Wyoming is the East Gate to Yellowstone National Park. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world, we believe, and one of the best towns in the world. And so we all grew up there, went to school there, graduated from high school there. Um, Caleb's the oldest of the crew. 
I am three years younger than Caleb. Noah's three years younger than me, and Jared and I uh, are the same age. We graduated from high school, graduated from high school together. Um, but yeah, so kind of how, how did this all begin? We want to kind of jump right into that. And so long story short, Humble Daily was birthed out of an idea that uh, kind of popped into my head that I thought Humble Daily would be cool. Um, I just really thought it was like a cool slogan. At first, it started really shallow of like, man, that's, that's kind of cool, sounds cool. Um, how can we apply that to everything? And the more that I kind of meditated on it and simmered in it, um, I was like, wow, that really applies to everything. And at the time, I was like, wow, that, that really applies to CrossFit. I was kind of just kind of getting into CrossFit seriously. Um, it applies to the rest of my life. It applies to my faith. Um, I think we could really run with that and do something. And so I told my brothers, and they were like, yeah, that's, that's cool, but we don't know how to do anything. <laughs> and so I remember I, uh, I threw some logos in Photoshop, I think it was like an HD with like an EKG behind it or something, <laughs> like super lame. And I was like, this is garbage. And so one day I was kind of praying about it and I was at the gym just doing some mobility and Jared popped into my head. And so Jared um, is kind of all things creative. He can talk, he's going to talk a little bit more about his background, but um, I knew from high school that he had done similar things and he could do logo design, uh, a lot of video and different things like that. So Jared had some scholarship opportunities that I was a part of where I uh, kind of played a role in some of the films he was shooting. And so I knew he was super good at what he did, and I loved him. And we, we never really hung out a ton, but we always enjoyed being around each other when we were around each other. Um, so I decided to shoot him a text and was like, hey, man, here's what I'm thinking. Here's my idea. Um, how does this resonate with you? And so Jared's going to pick it up from the text message. Yeah, it was kind of out of the blue because we were both in college at that point. Um, but I just instantly, I could tell that you had like a real heartbeat for this. And I love when someone has vision and they're ready just to like, they just have that eagerness like, man, I want to get after this. And like, I got big dreams for this. And so like instantly I was like, that's something I can get on board with. Um, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, Humble Daily, like that is so true. And like what really is the opposite of what we see around, um, like in school and our communities and just how important that is. And I was like, yeah, like I feel like this really has some legs to it and we could um, do something really cool with it. So with that, I just like instantly jumped on my computer and just put together some logo ideas and shot them back to you. And mm -hmm. Yeah, because I remember it was like within a couple hours. I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, so if you've ever bought a t-shirt from us, our best-selling t-shirt is actually the badge. And that was the logo that Jared created, I want to say, like, two hours after I had sent you <laughs> that text message. Yeah. Um, and then I sent it to Caleb. I actually lied. I didn't tell Noah about Humble Daily. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's the, the youngest, the baby of the family. Um, he was eventually brought in the loop. But I sent it to Caleb, and we were both kind of like, holy crap. That, that's awesome. <laughs> like, we couldn't think of that. Um, came up so quickly. And so we were like, well, why, not, why don't we try it? And so we tried to figure out how can a bunch of broke college students make this happen? And so we, I think we first found like Teespring or something, which yeah. was like you could launch a single T-shirt, and if enough people said they would buy it, then they'll actually print it for you, I believe. Right. And we were like, man, that's cool, but like that kind of sucks. Like what if, what if we need more time for traction? What if we need all these different things? And then Jared found a company called Printful. Right, you want to kind of explain what Printful does and how we operate? Yeah, so Printful is pretty much just like a drop shipping business. Um, so when an order's placed on a website, they'll print that shirt on demand. And um, it works really well for us because like Quinn said, we're all just a bunch of broke college students. And 
Um, that allowed us to get this going and get this out to the people. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And so we're, we're super grateful for that. It's unfortunate that in the age of Amazon Prime, we can't get things to you in two days. Um, but we're super thankful for the, uh, how gracious most of you are. Um, <laughs> with our slow shipping process and printing process. It's not as easy as grabbing it off a shelf and shipping it out to you guys. We wish it was, and hope one day it hopefully will be. Uh, but right now, it's we have to print the order. That order has to then be, um, I guess they like organize it all out in California. We, we've never been to Printful's facility, so we don't really know exactly what they do. Um, but then they ship it out to you guys too. And so that, unfortunately, is the reality of our situation. That's what we have to do. But it's working with us so far, and it's allowing us to spread the message that we want to spread uh, and kind of do what we want to do. And so that's kind of a little bit about Humble Daily, how we got started, um, real kind of surface-level broad stuff. But we want to talk a little bit more about kind of why we do what we do, um, what's our heart behind it. And we think the best way to kind of start that is to tell you what Humble Daily, just the phrase Humble Daily, really means to us. Um, to us, it's very... It's descriptive enough to know that it means something of depth, but it's vague enough that it, it sparks a question. Like, what does that really mean? Um, at least to myself, I guess. So I kind of want to, we want to do a little round table and just talk at first a little bit about what does Humble Daily mean to you? So Noah, you want to start us with that? Yeah, so like, to me, when I take on the stance of Humble Daily, it's more of just like a position or an attitude of... Like, I think when we launched, we wanted to really dive in to the fitness realm because it was something we all connected with. We all did CrossFit. And it was really, like, a tangible a tangible way to see that we were humbled daily, right? Like, we would go into the gym every day, have a good day one day, and then the next day have a terrible day and get beat by someone that we thought, hey, we're more fit than that guy. But <laughs> so that was, like, a really realistic way to see that I'm practically humbled daily. And I think in, like, my faith walk sometimes... I can lose sight of the cross or I can lose sight of my walk with God. So if I'm not consistently looking to God, I'm not consistently being humbled by the cross. I'm not consistently being humbled by the sacrifice that Christ made. But I think pursuing this this brand and walking with Quinn, Caleb, and Jared through this has allowed me to take that perspective and take that viewpoint on the daily to be like, if we're going to, I mean, if we're going to be preaching this message and if we're going to be behind this brand, we better be living what we're, what we're preaching. So to me, it's really allowed a time for me to reflect on my own life and reflect on the sacrifices that have been made for me and to, to really grow deeper in that. So awesome. Want to pick up where yeah, you're at? Kevin? I agree with all of that. Very well said. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So humble daily to me, um, is just a picture of Jesus, I guess. It's what I think about when I hear humble daily. Um, uh, just the famous verse of he didn't come to be served, but to serve. And I think that is our purpose here on earth as well. Um, and in order to serve other people, you have to humble yourself. Um, it can't be about you. Um, if you live every day just for, for your own gain, for your own worth um, to better. Um, I think we just need to focus on others um, instead of focus on self, and I think that's what Jared was kind of alluding to. And you look at TV, you look at social media, there's a lot of self-praise out there. Um, and I think one of our big missions is in Humble Daily um, is just to make people aware that um, humility is not a weakness, it's not a crutch. Um, we always talk about the C.S. Lewis quote a lot, that uh, or humility isn't um, thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that's just kind of something we really want to stress that being humble is something the world needs right now. Um, and I think just Jesus is the perfect picture of that. Um, and so I, for me, Humble Daily has been a great thing. I'm in medical school right now. So just something to get my mind off of school and to focus on God, um, get closer with these dudes, um, build just a pretty good, cool relationship um, um, with them and with God through this company. Um, and I think one of the big things we want to stress is that, yeah, apparel is our vessel that we use, um, but it's not about the shirt sales. It's not about how much money we're bringing in every year. It's about sparking conversations, wearing your shirt in the gym, someone coming up and up to you and, hey, what's Humble Daily? What is like? What is that about? And we actually want to hear like, your guys' interpretation of what Humble Daily is and what it's meant to you um, and how you explain it to people that come up to you and talk. Um, so ultimately, I think Humble Daily is just thinking less of ourselves, um, but not in a way that we're like tearing ourselves down, um, but in a way that we're lifting Jesus up in everything that we do, shining his light um, to the people around us um, just to make the world a better place. Yeah. And a phrase we throw around a lot around here is um, strength is for service and not status. And mm -hmm. when you look at the life of Jesus and, like, that is just so much of exactly who he was and, like, that picture of humility. Um, and it's funny because when Noah was talking about we all had that, like, fitness mm -hmm. base together. When we started, <laughs> I was going to the... 8.30 a.m. CrossFit class, which was the mom class. <laughs> so it's just me and a bunch of moms. And, like, so when this all started, like, I was in a very humble place. Like, just getting my butt kicked by a bunch of, like, 40-year-old moms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Humble Daily, I like it because it's, like, just the daily factor, too, of, like, you have to be very deliberate each day to be humble and like mm -hmm. really seek out to serve people um not for yourself but just for them like to glorify god and i think that's a big part of this company and like caleb was saying um it's never been about the shirt sales or anything and like what as cool as it is to hear that somebody in new zealand bought a shirt or like mm -hmm. brazil or like all these different places that these shirts are coming my favorite thing is like when we ask people if they need prayer and like we just get flooded with all these requests and people mm -hmm. that are like, man, like my daughter has cancer, like my spouse just left me or like just these hard, hard things and just the vulner vulnerability in that of like opening up and being like, hey, like I need prayer and like I can't do this and just to be able to kind of partner up with people and join them in that walk has been so, so cool. <laughs> No, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, screwed myself going last because you guys all crushed me. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> um, no, I just want to kind of piggyback on what Jared said that I think I speak for all of us when I say that when we see a shirt sold in New Zealand, I think our excitement's in that, holy cow, like the gospel's going there. You know, like there's a, a, an opportunity for a conversation there. I mean, we we check our bank account maybe like once every month, maybe, <laughs> right? Which is irresponsible and we should be better about that. <laughs> But Pray there's not us. much to see. Yeah, we're not, we're not about, we're just, we couldn't convey more that we're not about the money. We're not about the sales. Um, we, I mean, let's just be real frank about it. 
I we've never taken a penny from Humble Daily. I think nope. I think I filled up a gas tank once when I was on my way to go see Cole Sager, and I think that was about the only thing I've really done. Um, your money's not going in our pockets. We try any excess we have, we're going to try to give if there's an opportunity. Um, but almost everything goes back into the company to create better content, to do better things. Um, we wish we could just throw Jared on salary because he does enough work to be on salary. Um, but right now we don't have, that's not our reality. Uh, we think it will be in the future, hopefully, but, um, yeah. But anyways, back to the question. Uh, I think humble daily to me, really, it's, it's, it's an encompassment of what everyone has already said. I think it's, it's, it's a daily decision. Like Jared said that, that we're going to choose humility because we do think humility is a choice. Um, our world is increasingly coming more, becoming more and more fueled by pride and thinking that pride is something that um, is the only way to the next level. And so pride is a way to climb the hierarchical ladder, ladder of success, I guess. Um, and more and more so, pride is being pushed, and so that's what people see, and so that's what they um, decide to choose to live their life by. I think we all kind of saw that, and that was the movement that we wanted to switch. Um, everyone is innately attracted to humility, whether you know it or not. Uh, I don't know if you can put your finger on that, but if there's someone in your life who is exceptionally humble, most of the time, I know C.S. Lewis says, if you're, if you're very humble that people won't necessarily notice, they'll just notice that they liked you because they got to talk about themselves the whole time they were around you. And we all innately want to talk about ourselves, I think. And so for me, Humble Daily is, it's that choice um, to choose humility daily. I think it's, I take it very literally um, from a very broad perspective. But I, one of the things I like most about Humble Daily is the accountability it brings into all of our lives. Um, we're already from a town of 10,000 people, so there's accountability there because there's always eyes on you. Um, not saying we're like super well-known in our town trying to brag or anything. We're just <laughs> saying that there's only 10,000 people, so you're going to see people around. Um, <clears throat> and then adding in the fact that we want to promote humility every single day. We're not leaving a big window for... Um, ourselves to really fall short in that aspect, I guess. And that takes a daily decision and a choice to lean into God and what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's really kind of in essence what Humble Daily means to me um, and the rest of the guys. And something I want to kind of chat about is with this whole podcast, what we're doing is we're trying to bridge the gap to vulnerability and authenticity. We see it as a whole in our society. Uh, we're somewhat ashamed that we're just further perpetuating this issue um, as a whole in our society that, hey, you should hide, you should post your highlights, you should do all these things. Um, the easy thing is to post the good in your life. And so what we want to do is really just dig into people's lives and show that, hey, this isn't, this isn't their whole truth. Um, and you, they'll be better because they're real and because they are authentic and vulnerable. And one of the things that we don't, never want to do is preach a message that we're not following. And so I think that um, something we want to do just with this podcast and in this roundtable discussion is talk a little bit about what we, what we struggle with in areas of our life that um, we don't have it all together because we, we don't even know how to run a business, guys. <laughs> we, run, we own a business, and we don't really know how to run a business. We joke that Humble Daily is literally just a giant trial and error experiment, um, which you'll see if you jump on our website and there's gear up there one day and then some of it's gone the next day. And... Um, so we're, we're putting stuff out there, seeing how people take to it, and then running with it, and then asking advice from our dad, who's an accountant, and asking advice from Jared's dad, who's a lawyer, <laughs> and doing all these different <laughs> things. Um, so we're really feed, trying to feed into the community of, uh, that we have around us and that God's blessed us with. Um, but to start, I think as a whole, a big vulnerability for us is that 
we don't really know what we're doing, you know? And so um, this whole thing has been an experiment of us stepping into faith and seeing what God's going to do with our obedience. Um, and we have not done it perfectly by any stretch of the imagination, but it's been really cool to see how God has opened doors um, with something as small as a little t-shirt company, uh, whether that be from the connections we've made. Um, Cole and Genesee are a great connection that we love. And um, Caleb, Noah, and I actually got to go backstage and meet all the Hillsong people because we offered them a few t-shirts and stuff. And so... Um, there's been some great opportunity, but that doesn't change the fact that none of us are trained in any of this, right? And so um, I want to just kind of go around a little bit and chat with, I think it's unfair of us to expect people to be vulnerable with us if we're not going to be vulnerable with our own audience. Um, and so if you guys don't mind, go around the table. I'm not going to call anyone out. Whoever wants to speak up first, um, if no one does, I will. <laughs> um, I think for me... This is Caleb, by the way. Um, I guess I've always just kind of struggled with self-esteem things. Um, from the outside looking in, I don't know why our family kind of just has this aura about them. People think that, the sense I get is people think that we've got, all, got it all together. In reality, we don't, <laughs> um, like, like most families. But uh, for me, um, in particular, I've always struggled with like self-confidence and self-esteem and have been like insecure in many aspects of my life. Um, and especially now, um, I'm in my third year of medical school, going through rotations and clerkships, um, being constantly evaluated, just feel like I'm under this microscope all the time. Um, and it kind of hinders me a little bit just because I feel like I can't truly be myself sometimes. Um, I'm always worried about what does this person think about me? Are they going to give me a good grade? Um, all this stuff. Um, and I get really wrapped up that this, these evaluations that these doctors are giving me define who I am. In all reality, that is not true at all. Um, and I come back after a couple weeks of being down and, and just sad, I come back to the, the realization like these people don't have the authority to, to define who I am. Um, I'm already defined by God. Um, I'm a child of the one true king. Um, it's a lot easier said than done to keep your focus on that truth, um, especially when you're being evaluated, you're being cut down sometimes by attendings or um, peers even or residents. Um, but so something I'm trying to focus on more in these rotations is like I can only control three things really, um, my attitude, my effort, and how I treat other people, the people around me. So if I can just focus on those three things that I have control of, um, love everyone that I come in contact with, treat them with respect, um, keep my eyes focused on God, that it's gonna work out. I'm gonna end up where I'm supposed to end up. It doesn't really matter what grades I get on these evaluations. Um, God's got me. Um, but yeah, so self-confidence, um, has always kind of been an issue, something I've been um, struggling with since probably middle school. But it goes in waves. Sometimes I feel good and I, and I have um, the confidence that God's going to carry me. And then sometimes I'm just in those valleys where I'm like, where are you, God, kind of, kind of things. Um, but something that I'm continually working on, definitely have not perfected it and um, probably won't perfect it anytime soon. But I'm sure there's people out there that are struggling with the same exact things. So just know that I'm with you. Just keep your eyes on God and um, just try and keep that truth in your mind that 
um, the people around you don't define who you are. Um, God's already paid the price for you on the cross. Um, and you're a child of the King and he loves you no matter what is going on in your life. Hmm. Thanks, Gil. Hmm. I think to kind of just hop on board with Caleb and <coughs> kind of talk about how he ended there with God has already defined who we are. Uh, I struggled a lot with just my identity and like kind of where I place my worth throughout my life. Um, and that could range from anywhere, like in high school, being an athlete and having success there, there's a lot of, there could be a tension that comes from that. And I could have soaked that in and really put my identity in there. And that could have been taken away from me in an instant. Had I gotten hurt, I would have been broken. And I, I, I did put my identity in sports. I struggled a lot putting my identity in a significant other um, in my relationships. And if I had a bad day or if I said something that wasn't called for and and they you know it upset them then that kind of affected my whole day or if they said something to me that if they told me that I wasn't doing anything if I if they could have just cut me down um, unnecessarily it would have completely ruined my day Um, instead of realizing that hey I'm I'm defined by the one true king like Caleb said and I am a child of God like I can't I can't put my worth in a significant other not because not only because that's not right and that's not where my worth needs to be, but also because that's not fair to them. Because if I'm expecting a significant other or another person to consistently build me up and consistently uphold me and consistently meet my every need, that's an impossible standard to put on a human being. And so they're bound to fail, and that's bound to, to completely collapse my identity and completely collapse my worth. And that's been something that I've continually battled. Um, I'm thankful to be in a steady relationship now where, where my girlfriend is, is good to work with me on that. It's undoubtedly still something I struggle with, and she keeps me accountable there. Um, but kind of transitioning in life now, being a senior in college, and I'll be graduating in May and moving down to Oklahoma City to start a, start a real big boy job, which is pretty crazy. But I think it would be easy for me now to, to kind of put my identity in possessions. Um, I kind of think like Jared and Quinn and Caleb have touched on, we're all broke college students at one point in time. And that, you know, it will be changing for me for us to a certain extent. Like any any sum of money after college is a, a crap ton of money to anybody. <laughs> so like, it would be easy for me to, to be irresponsible there and put my worth there and kind of go after all these things that I think I desire, that I think are gonna fulfill me, that ultimately will for maybe a month. And then it's just gonna be a normal thing and I'm gonna be on trying to be on to bigger and better things. And um, I lean on a quote that Carl Lentz so simply put one time, just saying, like, you can have everything, but everything minus Jesus is still nothing. Um, so, but Jesus plus everything is, is everything, or Jesus minus everything is everything, because Jesus is everything, and Jesus should be our everything. Um, so continuing to seek God, continuing to battle and struggle, um, I think is, is, is where anyone is in life. Um, and I think, I think we should be continually struggling. Um, I think one of the big things I've, that I have on my heart is, are you really struggling or are you really just kind of saying you're struggling? Um, another big battle I fought in my life along with a lot of men out there is I struggled with pornography. And that was the thought that came into my head is, am I really struggling or am I just telling people I'm struggling? Because I was, I was just telling people I was struggling. I wasn't actually in a full force battle against this sin 
where I'm pulling, it's pulling me one way and I'm pulling with all I have the other direction. Because I wasn't. And when God put that on my heart, that was one of the most convicting things that I've ever had laid before me. But it was also, it shaped my battle and it shaped my ability to take a stance of humility, take a stance of vulnerability and reach out to guys like Quinn and Caleb and my dad and close friends that I had. Um, and Jared has stepped into that picture nowadays of, hey, I'm struggling with this and I need help because I need a community around me who's going to encourage me and enable me to overcome this. So I think that's a good question to ask yourself in, in any area that you're struggling, but to know that it's not wrong that you're struggling. It's a good thing to be struggling. It's not a good thing to just be saying you're struggling. Yeah, good stuff. Really good. Just listening to you guys, like it's just so encouraging to be like, yep, yep, <laughs> exactly. yep. <laughs> like all of that. Um, and so much of what I've struggled with is what Noah was talking about, just that like misplaced worth that I put in like other people and relationships and like my personal pleasure. Um, and just to see like just the trail of destruction that is left and like in my life and other people's life. And um, I'm like, God's just got to be at the center of our lives. And that's something I constantly remind myself every day. It's like when God is ruling our hearts and like every aspect of our life, like that's the best place you can be. Like, even though it's usually the hardest and the most inconvenient place, like it's the best place. Um, and another thing that I really struggled with is not wanting people to know that I was struggling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like, it's like what I'm saying. Like, that's just the air we breathe in our culture of, like, I got to cover this up. No one can know that, like, I've got these relationships that are just falling apart or, like, I'm really struggling with this or that. And um, especially this last season, like, I found my place, I found myself in a place where, you get to the end of your rope and you're like, okay, I gotta just, I have to be vulnerable and I have to open up and like invite other people into my life who can encourage me and spur me on and like carry like these burdens that I'm facing. And um, even just with Quinn and Noah and, and Caleb, um, it's like, I don't know how I could have got through like the last couple of years without each of these guys just praying for me and like checking in on me and making sure I was doing all right and like pointing me back to scripture and like God's promises and now to look back and see like man being vulnerable is like so good <laughs> like what a blessing that's been to me and like how stupid and foolish to try and shy away from that because I didn't want people to see that I was struggling um, like I always wanted like people know, like man, he's just killing it, and that's it's so destructive. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think that uh, I, w I wish I could literally piggyback on everything you guys just said, but fortunately, I have a whole pool of issues to draw from. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> where do you start? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Um, I think something to piggyback a little bit off what Jared said, and then I'll add my own piece too. Um, Something I've been journaling about lately is there. I think there's a difference between honesty and vulnerability. Um, I think honesty is when someone asks and is drawn out of you. I think real vulnerability is when it's, I'm at the end of my rope. I have to tell someone. Help. And so someone, please, please help me. Um, 
think it's easy to be honest. Like I think when someone asks me the right question, it's easy to give the right answer. Uh, even if the answer's hard, it's easy because they open the door. Um, but at what point are you willing to open the door to your own life and say, whoever's going to come in, come in? Right? Like, if you're going to hurt me, take me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's where true vulnerability happens. Also heard, I was actually, this past year, we've done some humbled huddles on this, but um, the difference between transparency and vulnerability. And I think that um, I've, I've heard it said before that transparency and vulnerability aren't the same thing. I don't think this is a set-in-stone working definition, but what I've basically have heard is that transparency is your past, vulnerability is your present. Um, I think it's easy to be transparent. It's easy to talk about what you used to struggle with, right? Like, um, it's easy to talk about the sin of your past because that's past you and it's, it doesn't hurt you as bad when someone brings it up. Um, for me, it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to talk about, like, right now, where am I? Um, and I think that I think that opens the, the wound is bigger there, right? Like, I think it, there's a bigger wound. The, knife's are, the knife is still in. All you got to do is twist it. Whereas with uh, transparency, maybe the wound's healed up a little bit. It doesn't hurt as bad. Um, maybe there's some scar tissue there. And so uh, just want to encourage people to, to step into vulnerability. Um, step into transparency, too, because people need to know who you are. Um, but don't leave out what you're still going through because I think life is just the accumulation of seasons. And uh, every season's been different, at least for me, with what I struggle with. And so uh, to not just to put some wind behind my words, I think uh, what I struggle with right now is that I'm, I'm hyper-analytical. So I analyze God out of my life pretty much um, to the point that I wish, I wish this wasn't the reality. But right now, the reality in my life is that I, I think I honestly believe I could dream up a better life than God has for me. And mm-hmm. so I want to... I want all my things to happen, right? So I want, I want this and I want that. And um, God, if you just do this, then life will be perfect. You know, if you give me this, life will be great. Um, treating God, it's ironic because I used the line in our last spoken word from Christmas that um, he's not a genie of a bottle, in a bottle or a God of convenience. But a lot of my life, that's what I treat him as. And so I think that um, for me, it's, it's how can I really enter into this relationship with God and not just treat him not just seek his hand, but to seek his face. And Noah, Noah shared that quote with me a while back, and I love it because it's, it's a picture of, like, <clears throat> are you just seeking what he can give you? Or are you seeking truly who he is? Um, because if left to my own devices, I'm only going to seek what he can give me. And so um, I want my heart and my orientation in my life to fall into, man, like, I just want what you have for me. Like, that's all I want is, is what you have for me. And so... Um, right now, that's something that I'm, I'm currently battling, and I think, I think the root of it is identity, kind of like what Noah and Caleb and Jared all talked about. Um, I think the root of that is not having your identity in where God needs it to be, which is in him, in the right place. And I also think that um, the air we're breathing is a, we live in a religion of feelings, and so we're constantly looking around and assessing how we feel. Um, I don't know if there's anything more fickle in the world than our feelings. And so... I think there's definitely validity to some feelings, especially when your heart is in right orientation with Christ. I think God does use feelings sometimes. I don't think feelings are completely worthless. Um, But I do think we give feelings more value um, than they may actually have, especially if we haven't been in prayer, if we haven't been in time with God, if we haven't been in communion. Um, It's easy to misplace a desire for God's will for our life when it really wasn't that. And so I think I struggle with that too of like, how do I combat my feelings? How do I combat this generation of like, man, it's hard. Like it is hard to look on Instagram and see all these people that are just quote unquote crushing life, you know? And so I think I struggle with that sometimes. And I think that's where the root of my um, 
just like desire to dream up my own life comes from of of all these false perceptions of what everyone else has and so um yeah I think that's to sum it all up I'd probably say it's an identity thing um and yeah but I just I don't know I thought it'd be really helpful for us to all just kind of go around and talk about um where we're at what we struggle with um the vulnerable issues that we have in our lives um also just for you guys to know that like that our email addresses or our contact sheets, anything like that that's on the website is there for you guys to utilize. Like we, we're not perfect and we're not always gonna get back to you right away, but we will get back to you. Um, and we're, we're here to pray for you. We're here to walk through these things with you. We're not trained pastors, we're not anything like that, um, but we do all spend time in the word and we do all um, spend time in prayer and do all those things. We do practice our spiritual disciplines and um, we are here to pray for you, we are here to help and so if there's ever something that you're like, man, I just need to get this off my chest, maybe we're a low stakes position that you can go first. And maybe we can hopefully get that through to you that, that you, need to, you need to go to someone who's in your life who can really invest in you and really put feet on the ground. Um, but, but let us be that first line defense if maybe vulnerability is a new thing to you. Uh, let, let us step through that with you and help walk in that with you. Um, heck, even if you're like, I can only find Quinn's email, but I want Jared, email me. Like, I'm not scared to give you Jared's email. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to be offended by that at all. And so I think we've all walked through different things and we've all had different seasons of our life that, that maybe tailor us better to different situations and we're going to use our best judgment to, hey, I think, I think Caleb should handle this one. Um, and so we do. We want to open the door for you guys to step into that and to utilize us because that's why we created this. Um, we think relationship is at the core of everything we do. Um, we're here because of relationship, because of community. Uh, we actually have a, a text prayer group with a couple other guys that, um, we're very active in, and so prayer's a big part of our lives, and that we're, we really want wind behind our words. We want to walk, um, walk the life that we're talking about, and so uh, don't, please never hesitate to reach out to us if there's ever anything that we can do for you guys, or if there's just something you're struggling with and you don't know where to go. Um, we're a very unintimidating first step because you just have to send us an email, and then I think all of us would be willing to give you our phone numbers if it's something you needed to chat about. But, um, yeah, kind of moving on from there, <clears throat> there's vulnerability. Noah's going to jump in real fast. Something. Um, I just want to – something that – what Quinn just talked about was something that I was thinking about earlier on. It's like we just want to be a relational brand. We don't want to just preach relationship. Like we post about – we put a post out on Instagram every so often of like, hey, send us your prayer requests. But that's not the only time you can do it. Like we want you to DM us on Instagram. We want you to email us anytime that you're struggling with anything and we truly do love that we truly do want that and we do pray for you and we want you guys to know that um and also as we talk about vulnerability um if someone reaches out to you with someone with something and someone bears their heart and their vulnerability and their baggage in front of you i just to offer encouragement like that means they trust you incredibly and Mm -hmm. deeply so just cherish that and I mean hold that tightly but also be gentle and know that they're bearing it because they love you and they trust you so love them back as an encouragement and be a just be an ear like don't feel like you have to fix them or don't feel like you have to direct them in the right path because maybe that's not what they need maybe they just need someone to hear them and they'll appreciate that um you can offer suggestions and be like dude I'm here for you or I got your back however you need it but just you know just be a friend I mean, they're coming to you because they they love you and they cherish the relationship that you guys have. So just continue to cherish that as an encouragement. And I think you'll see things go a long way there. Yeah, definitely. I love the quote. Um, 
Truth becomes hard if not softened by love, and love becomes soft if not strengthened by truth. They must coexist. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, bring that, practice that. How can, you, how can you love them well, but also bring truth into their situation? Maybe they are in a struggle with sin in their life and you need to bring some truth into the situation. Maybe they're walking an amazing walk. Like, I mean, Jared's gone through some stuff this past year that we've been blessed enough to walk through it with him and, and he's done it better than I could ever imagine myself doing it. Um, Jared didn't need truth in that situation. Jared needed love. And so I think there's a lot of times where it's, it's not, <clears throat> the sin in your life is not a result of a lack of faith. And if you believe that, you've never read the gospel um, because John the Baptist was beheaded and Jesus said he was the, one of the best men ever on earth. And so if you think that the hardship in your life is, is God mad at you because you don't have faith in him or if God's mad at you because of a sin that he has, that was all atoned for on the cross and you're missing the entire point of the cross if that's the way you're living your life. And so enter into relationship with people, love them, bring truth when it's needed. If they're living in sin, tell them. Do it lovingly, but bring truth into it. Love needs truth to exist. Um, but yeah, kind of moving on from there, I know all of us, I think sometimes people look at us and they're like, man, where'd you guys, where'd you guys get that? Where'd you hear that? What's, what's all these different things? You like some of our Instagram posts. There's quotes from all these different people. Um, what are some of the resources that we all use for our own spiritual life and our own spiritual walk? Um, I know I'll just kind of jump right in right off the bat. I'm, I'm addicted to sermons, and I don't say that to be super Christianese. I just genuinely love watching sermons, always had. Um, and so that's kind of my TV. I don't watch much TV. I, I try to listen to sermons. And so um, I've, I have an open conversation about having a man crush on Matt Chandler, and I'm not scared to admit it. Um, <clears throat> but the I think Matt Chandler's an amazing Bible teacher. I think there's tons of amazing Bible teachers out there to suit your fancy, and I think that... Uh, different plants grow in different environments. And so if the environment that Matt Chandler's creating isn't for you, go find someone that, that is creating the environment that you will grow in. Um, but Matt Chandler's great for me. Uh, I've actually had a resurgence in my interest in Stephen Furtick and really enjoying him lately. Um, <clears throat> the Michael Todd's kind of on my radar. A few other guys. I like clips from Piper or some other people. Um, recently actually was just gifted uh, the message uh, translation of the Bible, which I know some people are frustrated with because they say it's watered down, which is probably somewhat of a valid argument. Um, <clears throat> but sometimes, if you would just sometimes I just want to read the Bible for face value, and it's very easy to do that with the message, and it gives me very tangible analogies that I can use in my own life that are easy for people to understand. Um, I recently heard uh, we've had Greg on the podcast, and Greg says that the message is the protein shake, and the actual scriptures will say like ESV is your steak. Um, you can use the protein shake to get first supplementation, right? And so um, I don't think I'd ever get on stage and preach about from the message, but I do think it's a great source to kind of read the Bible like a story. And so that's been really good for me. Um, Fantastic is Morning and Evenings by uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon is deemed the prince of preachers and I think dude pastor a church of 10,000 people without a microphone or something like that. Um, and so he's kind of a legend, I think. And just the way, if you get it, get the one that's translated um, by Alistair Begg, I believe. Um, he brings it out of kind of old King James English and into an NIV translation. And uh, super good. Just a quick, it'll take you two minutes, maybe, to read the morning section and two minutes, maybe, to read the evening section. Uh, there's a little Devo beginning in, start your day with and end your day with. Um, some of them related, some of them not, but uh, God's really been touching my heart with that and uh, different things like that. And then obviously just 
the scripture. Um, I think that sometimes I over-resource myself so much so that I resource out the Bible. And so um, that's something I'm trying to get better about is, man, let's really dive into what the scriptures say about who I am and who Jesus is. Um, but yeah, what about you guys? I'm pretty big on sermons as well. Um, Quinn definitely passed on his Matt Chandler man crush down to me um, <laughs> as he's definitely my number one on my list. Um, one of the things, I'm not huge on New Year's resolutions, but one of my goals for the new year is to just read more. Uh, I want to read more in books that are going to help me be a better person and progress in life. So right now I'm reading a book called Love Does by Bob Goff, which is a fantastic and easy read for anybody looking for a book that's going to be entertaining but be practical. Um, just a bunch of stories from his life about basically just being available, like loving is being available and being able to be there for people whenever they need it. Um, and, and just living with that abandon is, has opened so many doors for him. And I think that it's, it's fair to say that being available will open doors in our lives too. Um, another good thing. I mean, I love, I love Michael Todd as well. Um, sermons are something that I want to do more often. I think I get bogged down. I convince myself sometimes that I'm too busy to passively listen to a sermon. Um, but Quinn said this on another podcast that he was on, that you're going to gain more from passively listening than not listening at all. So I think just even having it on in the background is going to be beneficial um, to an extent. Um, for any ladies out there, this just came to mind for some reason, but my, if you're out in the market for a new Bible, my girlfriend and some of her friends... And a lot of people have the She Reads Truth Bible, which is sweet. It has devotionals built into the Bible. It has big margins for your own notes. And honestly, I've thought about buying it because I like it too. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, a big resource for me is sermons right now, and I'm going to try to incorporate books a lot more in the new year. Um, my dad actually got a book by Matt Chandler called The Explicit Gospel for Christmas, which I just picked up and read the first chapter on Christmas Day, and it was absolutely incredible. Um, just talking about kind of who God is and basically how God owes us nothing and to take on that stance of humility of like, holy cow, what God has done for me is absolutely insane. Um, so I've only read chapter one, but I already recommend it. Um, so definitely want to dive into that again. Yeah, for me, um, I watch a sermon every once in a while, not as into it as Quinn and Noah. Um, my big, obviously, is the Bible. I try and be in the Bible as much as possible. That's the obvious answer. Um, but for me... Um, I think you're the first one to say the Bible. <laughs> I said scripture. Quinn said scripture. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, um, for me, it, worship music is where <laughs> I find I'm closest with God. Um I can just, that's kind of just my, how I escape life is just put on headphones and just jam to some worship music. Um, it's kind of gotten me through some of my darker times. Um, it kind of created a passion in me that I didn't really realize I had. Um, I started list, really getting into worship music like in the middle of college, taught myself how to play guitar, started leading worship at a campus ministry, um, eventually led worship a little bit at my church in our hometown. Um, and it just kind of became a passion of mine that I didn't really know was in there um, before I kind of just dove headfirst into worship music. Um, I mean, I listened to the big names like Hillsong, Elevation Worship, 
Um, I really like um, Bethel and Jesus Culture, uh, Pat Barrett, Barrett, I believe his name is, um, Corey Asbury, um, Reckless Love Dude, but all his other stuff is really good too. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like Noah, I wish, I'm kind of realistic, I'm in a, a time in my life right now where I can't necessarily read for fun, uh, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> Um, but I would, I would like to, to dig deeper into some, some good books like, uh, Quinn was talking about. Um, but, um, in this season of life, it, it might be a little challenging. Um, but worship music is my go-to, always has been. Um, and if you're looking for any new tunes, uh, you can come to me. I usually have them downloaded the day they release, so... <laughs> That's so good. I just want to jump in real fast, Jared. I believe it was the first time me and you were out with Cole. He told us if you read five pages a day, you'll read seven-ish books a year. Um, I don't think I've ever read seven books in a year. No, no. <laughs> but five pages a day is very manageable. And so no matter how busy you are, if you poop every day, you can, you can read five pages a day. And so just wanted to throw that True. in there because that's a conviction that I've had in my life. But go for it, Jim. Um. Yeah, I gotta say, I love Matt Chandler, too. I remember, like, the first time Quinn and I had that moment where it's like, you love Matt Chandler, too? <laughs> it's like, do we love, just become best love friends? Love was born. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, it's funny. Actually, every morning when I'm cooking breakfast, I have a, a Chandler sermon going. Um, but, yeah, and to kind of what Caleb was saying, um, like, just having that environment of, like, yeah, I've, I listen to a sermon, like, do my devotional, just read my Bible, praying, listening to worship music, I felt, I've seen in my own life, like, having that environment, um, or having a mixture of all those different things creates a really healthy environment for me, um, just to make sure I'm always beginning my day with God and ending my day with God, and, like, throughout the day, still taking time to just pray to Him and um, praise Him as well. So, yeah, I also... Love Francis Chan, John Piper, um, Levi Lusco. I go to Fresh Life, so he's my he's my preacher. Yeah. Um, he's good. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Yeah, I yeah. think I was just I was talking to my dad a couple of days ago, or our dad for me, Quinn and Caleb, um, and adopted dad for Jared. <laughs> but he was basically I was kind of asking him who he's been listening to for sermon wise, because he's usually pretty good about listening to at least one a day. And he said he hadn't been really listening to as many lately because, and I agree with him, like sometimes a sermon can kind of beat you down. Like if they're preaching the gospel, they're going to be preaching truth, and sometimes truth can be hurt. Truth can hurt, um, and it can be convicting. And so he said he'd been incorporating more worship music, and hearing Caleb talk about that um, really brought that back up in my mind. But like sermons are necessary to hear the truth and to really kind of check the condition of your soul. But I think in the times that I've needed peace most in my life, like a simple worship song has been amazing in that. Um, so yeah, I think it's just like Jared said, like having that balance is really breeds a healthy environment to be in. Yeah, because I know there's a point where like my sermon listening got like out of control. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like ten sermons a day, probably <laughs> just like water blasting my soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, and I think too to be able to like actually process what you just heard and not just yeah. be soaking in, in all this information, but like really be like, okay, how does this apply to my life and like how am I gonna start to live this out on 
use it to become more like Christ. Yeah. So I think there's a really good balance to be found in there. No, I agree. I've actually found like information overload from like, I listened to three sermons today and I got nothing from any of them because I listened to too much. And so I think that um, there is that balance too of like, let's not swing. I think I'll pacify my, um, I'll pacify myself by saying like, oh, I listened to a sermon today. I'm good. You know, kind of thing. When in the reality, like I spent no time with God that day. Um, And so I think all these resources we're giving you are great, but it's not a substitute for the time alone that you spend with God. Some of these resources can be used as a time alone with God, absolutely. Um, but if you're just watching a sermon online, if you're just doing things like that, you need to be in community. You need to be in a church. You need to be walking with people. Um, and if you can then consume sermons throughout the week as supplemental, great, do it. I think that's that's what we do. That's the walk we try to walk. And uh, Yeah, I think one of the big reasons I wanted to ask that question of all of us is that there's, there's literally no excuse anymore. Like, there used to be, like... Your one church in your hometown was the only way you could hear the gospel. And they might not even be preaching the gospel. Um, You can access hundreds of brilliant communicators now on one platform, which is YouTube. And so the fact that if you're not doing that, it's lazy. There's no other excuse for it. Um, If you drive in a car, you can get 10 minutes a day at least. If you live in a small town, an hour a day if you live in a big city. Um, of just listening to something, whether that be worship music, maybe a sermon. I have this thing where it's like, if I can't sit down and finish it, I don't want to start it. Um, And that has sometimes pacified me to not do things. And so it it makes me stagnant. So I've been trying to get to where like, man, if I got 10 minutes, let's listen to 10 minutes, you know? Um, Instead of pulling Instagram out and looking at that, why don't I listen to a sermon for five minutes? Um, But yeah, I just really want to encourage you guys that there's no reason not to. We just gave you at least 10 to 20 resources that we use, that we love, that has facilitated our growth and our relationship with God. Um, but yeah, we just, we really want and hope that you guys will step into that. And if you need more, if you need anything, again, email us. We're here. We're not, we're not detached from what Humble Daily is. Um, and so, yeah, but man, we're going, we're pushing 50 plus minutes now. We didn't even think we'd go 30. Um, <laughs> just kind of any final words from you guys, just, um, Kind of where do you see Humble Daily going? What's the vision for all of this uh, in an ideal world? Where are we in 10 years? I mean, obviously we want growth. Um, and we want the gospel to be, we want the gospel to reach a numerous and incredible amount of people. Um, but we think if we change one life, if one person gets saved, then that's a win for the kingdom of heaven. But we don't want to stop there. Um, so we're going to continue to pursue growth. We're going to continue to pursue God in our own lives because we, as we pursue God, we believe that God will continue to carry this company forward and move in our lives and move in the people's lives that we're reaching through social media or through email or through this podcast. Um, but yeah, like like we talked about at the beginning, it's not about the shirts right now and it's never going to be about the shirts. It's never going to be about the money. It's going to be about the lives that are saved for eternity and for, for, the, for the gospel to be heard to people who have never heard it before who maybe won't ever hear it if it's not, if it's not heard through us. Um, and to just continue to pursue humility, continue to love on people, continue to love one another, continue to, to, pre, to just build relationships. So. Yeah, it's a hard question, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I mean, if you would have asked me three years ago when all this started, 
if we'd be doing what we're doing now, I probably wouldn't have believed you, you know, or I don't, it was a crazy idea. It's still a crazy idea to me, um, but it's kind of one of those things where like, God, I think it's better that way sometimes where we don't really necessarily have um, a roadmap, just mm-hmm. give it to God. And that's kind of how we've just, we've rolled from the start and um, he's been blessing it um, uh, beyond our expectations. Um I guess my a cool vision that I have for Humble Daily would be, I think, uh, more content um, is definitely in our future. Um, we love your guys' support from the devotionals and the spoken words and all that stuff, um, and we want to get more out um, to you guys for that. Um, but I think, I mean, I think it would be cool to one day have Humble Daily conferences, just like a passion conference or something like that. Um where we have worship, we have speakers, we have um, people just to pour into other people's lives. Um, and um, I don't know if that look what that looks like. We come into churches, do a, a worship night and a message just around the U.S. or the world. Um, but I think, I mean, we the gospel is a message. It's not just unique to our brand. There's a lot of people out there that are spreading the gospel. Um, but it's a message that people want to hear. And I think in this small team of four of dudes from Cody, Wyoming, small town guys, um, we all kind of have special gifts to portray that message and to, to, to put that message out there into the world that um, it's just unique, I think. Um, and I don't, I don't know what God's got in store, but I, I know if, if we just stay faithful, keep giving it to him and... Um, not making it about us, then it'll end up where it needs to be. Got anything, Jerry? I agree with all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think just continuing to hold this brand um, just with our open hands and trusting God um, to do what he wants to do because I know there's a million ways I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool if this happens. Like, realistically, just got to trust God because mm-hmm. it's going to be way better. Um, and I think too between what Noah and Caleb said it's just like whether that's the shirts or the content or the conference like just really equipping other people to like go out and preach the gospel and love people and like that multiplication of like this is how we're going to reach people in, in this world yeah absolutely yeah I mean again like Jared said I agree with everything that was said um, yeah long term I think my dream would be that that we could use do things like Caleb said that I mean, we, we know a lot of very talented people and we know a lot of people that just have a heart on fire for Jesus and to spread the gospel. And, um, I want to speak, I want to do speaking engagements. I, I know people that want to do that too. Um, we know very talented musicians. We know all these people that it seems like God has orchestrated a vast amount of gifted people in our lives. Um, I would love for that to turn into some sort of conference type thing. Um, We've also talked about doing, like, Humble Daily. We're from Cody, Wyoming, which it's like any direction you go, you can be in a different mountain range. Um, we love, we've talked about, like, it'd be sweet to bring some people up and just do, like, pack trips and stuff like that. Get out in the woods. There's something stimulating about sitting around a fire with a guitar and just talking or singing or worshiping. Um, we've talked about all stuff like that, but in the end, like, like Jared said, we're trying to hold it all with an open hand. Um, it's, we, I feel irresponsible sometimes when people ask me what the vision is and I tell them I don't have one. Um, cause really 
like Caleb said, I, I wouldn't have guessed the way that we've leveraged Humble Daily so far. I wouldn't have guessed that we would have even been able to do that. And so, man, we're, we're hoping that, like Jared said, the root and Noah also, like the root of what we're doing is the gospel and the root of what we're doing is hoping to spark a conversation with people. Um, I think the why behind what we do is the single most important thing. Um, and we are always trying to refocus on the fact that the why is that a conversation will happen. And when that conversation happens, someone is one step closer to God. We're not banking on our church bringing salvation. We're not banking on anything like that. Um, we're hoping that we're one of the, I think it's an average if you hear the gospel eight times, is usually when someone will uh, accept Christ, is the average. And so I, I don't care if we're the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth, or maybe first. Um, I want to be a stepping stone on that platform of, hey, that person knows Jesus now, and we had a hand in it, thanks to the, the platform that God has given us. Um, Long term, that's what it's about. And so, I mean, like we've been saying this whole time, we're beating a dead horse that it's not about the shirts. It's not at all. Like, it's about the fact that when you wear that, someone might ask you, what does that mean? When you wear that, someone might ask you, where do you go to church? When you wear that, it's, it's branding yourself as, hey, this is who I am. Um, and we're so happy to come alongside you guys in that and, uh, and be the T-shirt that allows you guys um, to have that conversation. But in the end, that's all we really care about. And I think... We're gonna, we've tried to step through as many doors as we can to bring the gospel to different arenas and different places. And uh, that's one of the reasons we don't pump fitness quite as hard as we used to is because we were exiling some people who felt like they couldn't wear the gear because they didn't work out. Um, we're still, we are still very much into fitness, and I think the large, largest portion of our audience is from fitness-oriented people, um, which is great. We're exceptionally thankful for that. But at the same time, um, we're not really putting a boundary on what God's going to do in us, through us, and with us for Humble Daily. And so, yeah, if there's, if you guys have any ideas for what we can be doing, how we can be helping different logo ideas, different shirt ideas, we do actually all try to practice humility. And so if you give us something, we're not going to throw it back in your face and tell you it's stupid. <laughs> and so please, like, reach out. We're, we're trying to be better at what we're doing, which is providing a brand, a platform, a space for people to stand on so that they can then preach the gospel into someone's life. And so if we can do that better, please help us. Um, you can get on our website, fill out a contact information. You can email um, any of us. Am I the only email that actually has the name? I think so. Yeah, so you can email me at quinn at humbledaily.com, or if you just get on, I believe, info at humbledaily.com, it'll send to me. Um, any of these guys, we're more than happy to give you our phone numbers, our emails, whatever it takes. Uh, we just want people to know God, and we're not perfect. We don't know what we're doing, like we said. Um, the whole point of this podcast is to show you that no one's perfect, that everyone's struggling with different things, everyone has their own issues, and that um, we, we want to walk through life humbly understanding where we fall short and the fact that God is the strength in that weakness that we have. And so, man, we just invite you guys to walk alongside us in that. We hope that you'll reach out. We hope that we'll have a great conversation with you. Uh, but in the end, uh, we just want to see God's name known. And so, yeah, if, we can, if you guys are willing or can help us with any aspect or avenue of that, we'll be more than grateful for that. But any last words from you guys? Just thanks for all the support. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we love getting messages from you guys, prayer requests. Like Noah said, we really do pray for you when you send those messages in. So if you're on the fence, like, do I really want to put my, my junk out there to these dudes? Um, trust us with it. I'll just challenge you to trust us with it. Uh, we, we're all going through our own stuff, um, and we'd love, we'd love to walk, walk with you. Um, in those struggles yeah good yeah. yeah sweet well hey guys like Caleb said we appreciate you we love you um 
yeah, thank you so much for the support for a couple guys who created a small logo in hopes that it would reach people with the gospel. Um, keep sending us any stories that are happening in your life that just point to Jesus. And uh, yeah, we're so thankful for you guys and just grateful for the opportunity that we've been given because of you. Man, thank you guys so much. I know we just said it a hundred times, but thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for being a part of Humble Daily, for being in tune with what we're doing and just really interacting and chiming in. Man, if you liked this, please share it. Please rate it on iTunes because it helps us get the message out. We've got a lot of really cool people with some really cool podcasts coming up on the horizon, and you're not going to want to miss out. Guys, if you want more information on Humble Daily, myself, Caleb, Noah, or Jared, you can find it in the show notes along with some of our personal accounts if you guys would like to kind of follow along with what we're up to. And then, guys, don't forget about Cody Coffee. Genuinely, I don't sell things. I just talk about what I love. And so Cody Coffee is something that I genuinely do love. You can check it out at www.codycoffee.com. And don't forget to use the code KNOWN for 25% off. You can find their website in the show notes also. Guys, again, we appreciate you so much. So very thankful for you. We hope that in some way, shape, or form this was a light in your life and that you can go out and then shine that light and reciprocate it onto other people. We love you guys. Thank you again for listening. Appreciate you. Music by DJ Quads. The song is titled Intersection. Check them out on YouTube at DJ Quads.